we've enrolled either Claire or yourself, Rosie, as students on an eight-week improvisation comedy scholarship workshop. <laughs> what? <laughs> right? Ultimately leading to a debut performance as a real comedian what? at a real-life comedy. <laughs> <laughs> Stood on stage trying to make people laugh. Yeah. Have you ever met me? <laughs> We'll toss a coin. One of you will be the comedian, and the other person, we hope, will then take a supporting role. I feel a little bit sick already. <laughs> yeah, I feel really nervous. My palms are sweating. And you'll be on the bill with some real professional comedians. Performing at the Frog and Bucket. Performing at the Frog and Bucket. And what's the capacity of that venue? <laughs> uh, well, I think it's about 300 people. Ooh. I'm going to toss a coin. Okay. And this is the start of the process. Oh, gosh. Okay. Um, tails. It's heads. <laughs> oh dear. Claire, see you on the stage at the Frog and Bucket in the not too distant future. Thank you for listening to this programme from the Forever Manchester Radio and Podcast Network. Forever Manchester is a charity that raises money to fund and support community activity across Greater Manchester. Check out forevermanchester.com to find out more. Have you done your homework? A little bit. Have you actually? Well, we talked about what USP I might have. Yeah. Um, that homework obviously failed miserably, so, <laughs> so I might have to rethink that one. Mm-hmm. Um, opening line, subject area. Yeah, I'm starting to think about it, but I think we need more time on the course to really well, I was gonna say, talk I, about material. Yeah, I, I think that he was just setting something to think about. I don't think it'll actually matter. I don't think it'll necessarily come up in the session. I don't think he's going to say, right, you all need to tell me what yeah. your opening line is or what this is. And we're not exactly going to have to stick to it. It's oh, some, God, it's no. A, it's a start of a ten, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely. And I guess it's getting your mind used to the kind of things it's going to have to consider and be creative about. Yeah. I don't feel like I can be funny because yeah. I'm, I'm so bloody nervous. But like you said before, you'll have rehearsed it. You've gone over and over and over and over it. You know, you're not just, you've written it down and then you go and doing it. You'll know it down to a T. You'll know exactly where you should pause. Don't worry. I'll know exactly where to pause, wait for the audience to laugh. And And if there's a bit of tumbleweed, I'll I'll probably die. Well, you know what? I saw, and it's really annoying me that I can't remember her name. I'm awful. She was a comedian. I went to see her. She was trialling out her stuff for Edinburgh. Um, and there was probably, wasn't that many people in the audience, maybe 50. And when she was trialling, she had lots of things written down because she was really trialling, so she didn't know it all off by heart yet. And when she trialled something, if nobody laughed, she pointed out that nobody laughed, and then th- that made everybody laugh. Right. She was like, well, that was a bag of sham, and then everybody laughed at that. Ah, so that's a good strategy. She got rid of the awkwardness. Yeah. She didn't just move on. She acknowledged how shit it was. Yeah. Um, and I'm very laughed. comfortable with that yeah. because... I'm not a comedian. I don't aspire to be a comedian. I would not be crushed at the thought that I'm not that funny. This is not what I set out in life to do. So I could be quite comfortable to say to people, all right, that wasn't very funny. I'll think something else. <laughs> you could, and then maybe that could become part of your routine. Yeah. But then if people did laugh, your routine wouldn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Like, Stop laughing. Stop laughing. <laughs> not supposed I'm to be funny. <laughs> it's going to be a fun experience. It will. Ended with terror. But then laughter, and then you'll feel wonderful. Yeah. Laughter is the best medicine. (laughs) Or so they say. (laughs) 
Jesus Christ. <laughs> Maybe you just have to get your members of family and friends sat randomly around the audience so that laughter comes from everywhere. Yeah, because laughter is contagious. Mm. That's a very good point, that. So I'll be booking seats in really random spots. <laughs> <laughs> For all my friends and family to sit down in those spots and make everyone else around them laugh. It or, could work. or give them a good hiding if they don't. <laughs> Do you not think sometimes you're watching something or you're listening to something? You don't realise that you don't hear, but everyone chuckles, so you chuckle, and then someone says, oh, what was that? And I'm like, I don't know. I just kind of subconsciously joined in with the laughter. Do you never do that? Without yeah, really yeah, knowing what I was laughing at? I do. It's contagious, isn't yeah. it? And it's like when you yawn, yeah. and it's even with dogs. So how does that happen? We all, we all want to fit in with the crowd. Yeah. It's a survival thing. But it's different when you're being the laugher as opposed to the person who's creating the laughs. And who isn't allowed to laugh. <laughs> Oh, God, right. You'll be okay. fine. Yeah. You've got so much time. Dave seems like a very good teacher. Yeah. So, you'll be fabulous. Oh, all right. So, we're just giving Paige today. <gasps> That's exciting. Yeah. Target to raise is £2,500. Yeah. So, need to sort of tweak the wording and do a few bits like that, but pretty much that's up and running. That's exciting. How do you feel about the two and a half grand target? I think if it was just about me raising it from my friends and family, Mm -hmm. I think that that would be unachievable because they're all a bit tight. (laughs) (laughs) And they're already They might be listening to this, you know. (laughs) (laughs) They already sponsored the boxing, though, not long ago, so I can't expect people to keep, you know, I'm tending to write chugger, aren't I? (laughs) (laughs) So it's not just for me to raise that money I'm going to own the page but it's going to go around all of the Forever Manchester stakeholders and ambassadors and I don't know how Paul and Terry and so on are going to market it but yeah hopefully everyone will be more generous than your stingy family yeah <laughs> I think that my family and friends will be a little bit annoyed though you know if I start I asking them for again. more money like hang on a minute we sponsored you for something a few months ago no so it's going to go to everybody yeah and it's it's not just a Claire thing it's a forever Manchester thing so I'll be alright how did you find the session on Saturday really enjoyed it it was interesting I think there was a mixture I think some people seemed a lot more confident in the first week and some people seemed a lot more insular I don't Mm -hmm. know if you noticed that somebody pointed it out afterwards I can't remember who it was um, that the first week it's all really exciting because you're getting to meet each other and you've got no expectations then the second week that introductory part is over and then you actually have to do some work and you have to kind of show off your skills yeah um, so I think people were a bit more nervous did you feel like that yeah although I feel with some people in the group they seem kind of quite ready made mm. like they seem quite comfortable with getting up and they've kind of got a bit of a sketch yeah. around I don't know they've kind of got a way about them a sort of style I guess yes. you might call it they've got their own comedy style and they've got like a, a their sense of humour and they kind of know how to stand up and yeah. do it um, at the end of the day, though, it's not like in another situation where you're necessarily competing against each no, other. No, exactly. So it doesn't really matter if everyone's dead good and you're rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> oh, is that your worry? <laughs> um, I think a lot of the other people there are people who have an experience of doing performing mm-hmm. or want to do that for a living. Yes. So they naturally have a talent, not natural talent, but, you know, the, the more in that zone because yes, it's something they... they want to be in that zone. Yeah, and it's something that they see themselves as being potentially good at, and I don't... But I think that you, although it might not be anything that you would want to do as such, I think you're going to be surprised at how good you are. Do you know what I mean? Not to say you're going to be like, oh, I'm fucking awesome, I'm going to be a comedian. But I think you'll be surprised at how well you adapt to it and how well you do and how confident you feel. Yeah. That's my prediction. I'm going to treat it like I'm going to give a presentation. <laughs> 
with slides. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Wait, you're using slides? I'm thinking about it. Really? I know it's not the done thing, but yeah, if it gets me through in a way that I can cope with. Because that could maybe be your thing that it looks as if it's going to be boring. <laughs> I didn't explain that very well. <laughs> but you know what I mean? That could be like yeah. your, not gimmick, but... My USP. Yeah, that could be your USP, that you're taking something that's very dry making it funny yeah so it's hopefully like you're giving a lecture but it's a funny one well i used to lecture did you yeah i used to lecture on uh the economics degree at my old uni and there were a number of occasions when i did crack a few jokes and you laugh. <laughs> well no because all the students were half asleep weren't they and hung over oh yeah but you'd get the odd one or two that were awake and they'd have a little tutter oh you know, but... there you go so it's just the reverse I yes. guess. And obviously, it mattered whether they learned it or not. Whereas, if I do something on the stage, if people don't learn anything from it, that doesn't matter, does it? <laughs> You're not going to do a quiz afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> Pass it out as you finish. <laughs> Feedback forms. <laughs> I want a show of hands. Who found this funny? <laughs> on a scale of one to ten. <laughs> So next week is going to be getting into smaller groups and kind of standing up and having a bit of a talk about what you're working on. Yeah. How do you feel about that? I'm okay with that because there's not really any expectation at this stage around what we're going to have to do. You know, it depends how evolved you are. So you might stand up and give some ideas or like last week, you might stand up and almost give half a worked up sketch. Well, yeah, I must admit when people got up and I thought they were literally just going to be talking through their random words and then that was it. But yeah, the people that went up, it was like half written sketches. Yeah, you could imagine watching them on telly. Yeah. Like on, uh, I don't know, have I got news for you or something? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. (laughs) Yeah, I think I need to watch some more comedy as well. Because even though I have watched a bit of comedy in my life, and I've been to the odd comedy show, you know, there are other people out there who are really switched on to who's who and who the up-and-coming stars are and all these blogs and da-da-da-da-da. I I don't know any of that, so I need to maybe do that. It could be useful as well if if you think about what your style might be or your topic and watch comedians that are similar. You know, that maybe have a similar style as what you want to go for. Well, someone... People have said that Dave Gorman is a bit similar okay. to me. He's um, he's quite a famous comedian. He has shows on the telly and everything. Yeah. But I think, to be honest, I don't know why I'm saying this, because I've watched him and found it quite boring. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you want to go for, though, right? Lecture well, slide, statistics. It's what, it's, what, it's what I'm comfortable with. That's my comfort zone. So that is what I feel I would need to help me get through five minutes of standing... Do you know what I mean? If I had something mm-hmm. to tell people that I was based on something yes. real... No, I, I agree. And I at first I laughed at the idea, but I quite like the idea now. And the idea of maybe having a presentation... Or maybe not a presentation, but slides. A couple of slides. I've only got five minutes. I, think. I could talk through three slides in five minutes, no problem. A bit of data, graph, maybe. But make it GIS funny. map. <laughs> So uh, we'll see. I, I don't know. We'll see what the group thinks. That's yeah. the good thing about having the group is people can say, Jesus, right, you need to... They won't say it's what boring, you... but they'll they'll give you some... I think some people clip. in there might do, in a very nice way. Yeah. To give them an honest opinion. Which is what you want. That I'm quirky looking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I know. I'm not sure I want people's honest opinions. It's just too soul-destroying. <laughs> oh, no, it's not. Once I've got past the night, the stand-up comedy night, I don't ever have to do this again. Yeah. And all those people in the audience won't remember me. Do you know what I mean? It's yes. How I many times have you been to... Oh, yeah. Watched. And there are so many other things going on so that in that moment, people will be fully absorbed in you. And Something that'll be my friends and family. On. Yeah. <laughs> 
And then afterwards, if you just ply them with booze, if it didn't go that well, then the memory will be hazy anyway. Yeah. And if it goes really badly, I don't have to hang around for drinks afterwards, do I? Of course you do. You can't just go home. You can't absolutely bomb on stage, feel shit about your life, and then go home. You have to go and get drunk. Oh, I will do, but I mean... Oh, just somewhere different. (laughs) (laughs) Go across the road. Yeah. (laughs) If it goes really well, I'll just hang around for the glory. (laughs) If it goes really badly, I'll go drinking elsewhere. (laughs) (laughs) But when are you going to collect your feedback forms? Mm, Maybe I'll have them to leave them on the chairs. (laughs) I'll go around the next day (laughs) with a hangover. Do you think you'd have a bit of Dutch courage before you went on? I think I'll need it, yeah. Yeah. I think if I would, if I would you, just something... like a shot of something. A couple of Sambucas. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe a tequila. Yeah, tequila. Something like that. I mean, something I hate tequila, will but... warm you up and you can feel it and then just go out. That's what I'd do. Literally, yeah. like, a minute before. Yeah. I think so too. I, or maybe the adrenaline will just be enough on its own. Yeah. I, I, I quite like to go on early. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't want to be like, um, Waiting. everyone's killing themselves laughing and then I turn <laughs> up, kill the night. <laughs> and then someone else has to, like, oh, Jesus Christ, I've got to go on a career now. <laughs> I'll try and pick this lot up again after that. <laughs> All right then, well, we'll see. Told you about my topic, haven't I? Yes. I think that's worth mentioning that my topic is I have a ginger child. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of going to be what the uh, material is about and my experience of that and his experience of it. And other people's experience of ginger and what it means to different people. So uh, that's some funny stories about that. Yes. Have you got statistics though? Oh yeah, that's the first thing I got. (laughs) I had the statistics before. So you have all the material, we just now need to make it into... Make it funny. Make it funny. I looked at the statistics before I had the child. What? Because I wanted to know what the likelihood is of having a ginger child. That's so So, random. Why does it run in your family? Well, about 40% of British people are carriers of the ginger gene. So... Yeah. (laughs) So, um, I looked up what the chances are, taking into account my history and, you know, working out how how likely it was and uh, all that statistics out there. It's genetics. It's genetic stuff, so... No, I I believe that it's out there. It's just the fact that you looked it up before you even have a child. That's so random. (laughs) I know. Well, you've got a 50% chance of a ginger kid. I've got a really... My mum's ginger and my boyfriend's ginger. Very, very high chance. Yeah, it's 50%. I love red hair. I'd love to have a red-headed child. It's... uh, I know that it is a bit of a curse for people, however... Yeah, I think that's changing. That perception is changing. We can discuss this in your stand-up. Comedy Club. Mm-hmm. Comedy Club, is that its name? Well, that's what I'm calling it. <laughs> calling it Comedy Club. Comedy School. Sounds like clown school. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather be at clown school. Uh, Saturday was just like hell for me. Now, I'm really enjoying the classes mm-hmm. because... Everyone who's there is really funny. Yeah. Um, the people are really lovely. It's interesting and it's only two hours, so it's quite short. Yeah. Uh, so, really enjoy going and being there but I did not enjoy doing five minutes of stand-up one bit and actually I, you did seven and a half I don't remember it <laughs> oh really I feel like I was in a blind panic well, isn't that because you had a beer with breakfast <laughs> well yeah I had a I had a beer beforehand because I was so scared of going and so scared of doing it and uh, how many of us did it on the day like four or five five of you so I people said go on first and get it out of the way I was just frozen to the spot I didn't make eye contact with Dave every time he <laughs> said right who's next until it was me and it was last and then he was like right come on you're gonna have to go next because 
no one else left. And I was tempted to say, look, I'm not ready. Can I really? just Can I just skip it for this week? Oh, oh, I wanted to cry when I finished. I just, I did not enjoy it one bit. I was just, felt sick in anticipation. People seem to say that the anticipation of it makes yeah. them nervous. But then once they've got up and done it, they feel really good about it. I didn't. I felt terrible the whole way through. Just felt in a blind panic. You know, at one point, I felt like I was going to start crying. Oh, sweetheart. <laughs> That's how scared I am. Can I give you my perspective? Yeah. Okay, so I was thinking, right, Claire, just get up. Be one of the first people to get up. And you didn't. And I was thinking, oh, my God, it's going to be built up. Because I knew that I would just want to get it over and done with if it was me. And I was half hoping for somebody else to do really badly because that might then give you more confidence to get up. But that didn't happen. Everyone was great, weren't they? Yeah. Um, but then when you were up there, you didn't seem nervous. That like you genuinely didn't. And you were funny and people were laughing. And it was great. So I think because you were so nervous, you were so absorbed with how you felt and what you were doing, you weren't actually paying attention to what the audience thought because everybody was laughing. I don't recall the audience being there. <laughs> I don't. We were laughing. I remember just thinking, I don't know what the next bit is. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm supposed to be saying next in my script. But I think that's fine because that'll come... Like, everyone was at different stages, weren't they? Some people had memorised it and it looked like it was the final piece. Yeah, some people others, were really polished. Yeah, others were literally reading from a script. You were kind of half and half, weren't you? So you were... Well, the way it appeared was that you were looking at it to jog your memory of what was coming next, but you didn't actually need it to do your bit. Yeah. What I'd written up mm. was um, a load of... Like, almost a story. This is going to be the gist of it, and here's a story. But I didn't really know how to write it in a style that becomes a script. Yeah. And it's it's almost like, I think what you need to do is almost, like, make revision notes. Mm. So you don't write out a full essay. You write out the points and the triggers that then remind you of other stuff. Yeah. So that when you stand up and do it, you're telling the level of detail that you need to tell, but you've got a clear structure. Yes. You know, and you can remember it. You can remember chronology and the order, what goes where, and that it all flows and everything. But I hadn't done a practiced stand-up. I hadn't oh, even so that read was the it first out. time. I hadn't even read it out loud. You couldn't tell that was the first time. Oh. You don't believe me, do you? Well, it's not that I don't believe you. I just, I just, I feel so sick about it. I feel like, oh my god, this is so scary. And I'm really, like, genuinely scared about doing it. <laughs> I don't know what to say to that, because I would be shitting it too. <laughs> but oh, you have to remember like, that you're up what? for anything, Claire. You're up for a challenge. I'm so stupid. Why did I say <laughs> yes to this? Why did I say, yeah, come on, I'll do it. Come on then, let's go. Why am I it's like that? You know what, though? I think that even if you don't enjoy it on the night, you might not. I'm not going to lie to you and say, oh, you'll get the best feeling. You might not. You might hate it. You might come off stage and feel like you did but you'll look back and think, I can't believe I did that. That's amazing. Yeah. And you're doing it to raise money. So I've just got to keep thinking about the money, yeah. the charity, raising money for charity. And even if I totally bomb it, that's not the point. No. The point is not that I am becoming a stand-up comedian as my future career path. The point is I'm doing something that is well out of my comfort zone for the sake of charity. That is the point. And that's the whole point, really, because you're not going to set yourself a challenge for charity that's easy because no one's going to donate money because they'll be like, well, you do that every week anyway. Yeah. And you're going to be awesome. Oh. Thank you for listening to this programme from the Forever Manchester Radio and Podcast Network. Forever Manchester is a charity that raises money to fund and support community activity across Greater Manchester. Check out forevermanchester.com to find out more.